Hey team, thanks so much for joining me for another episode in the Vinca podcast. I am coming back this week to chat about something that I get very passionate about and I find for some weird reason it's not on our radar and it so should be because it's a topic that affects so many areas of health. It can actually be the making and breaking of someone being able to get their health back because it helps us with our brain health in terms of memory, cognition, and our moods. Our ability to lose weight relies on this. Our ability to detoxify relies on this. And also our ability to coat our nerves and membranes in our cells um, is very reliant on this little part of our body doing its job really, really well. And so many of us don't have this going well. So, so many. Um, so the topic, without further ado, is going to be bile. I know you're like, what the hell, Vinka? Bile, how can that be exciting and sexy? But I promise by the end of this session, you'll be like going to all your work do's and having lunch with everyone and talking about bile at the dinner table because it is that important. Um, and I don't know why we um, haven't really given it the love or thought that we need to, but from now on, you can't unknow this. So you're going you're gonna to be thinking about this guy a little bit more. So I'm going to jump in and have a chat to you about that. So as always, where we really need to begin is by understanding how bile gets made, what's the process involved in bile, what does it do, um, so that you can really appreciate why you need to look after this little guy. So really the beginning process is in the liver. So the liver, if it's in a really healthy place, will make gorgeous bile. If you haven't listened to my liver podcast, I really recommend it. Some good info on this regarding healthy livers. So when the liver makes bile, it will make about a litre a day, quite significant amount. And then it will go to the gallbladder and get concentrated into a concentrated form. And it hangs out there waiting for you to eat your fatty foods. And so when you eat your nuts, your avocado, your beautiful pork belly with crackling, always with the crackling, um, you then have to um, release the bile from the gallbladder and um, inject it into the small intestine. And if anyone's listened to my Facebook Live or my geeky other presentations on this, you know I love the word sphincter of odi. That's the sphincter that um, joins the gallbladder to the small intestine. And basically the the... Bile will shoot through the sphincter of odi into the small intestine and break down your fats for you. So there's a couple of things to note out of this. If you do not have good bile, we therefore have an issue with our ability to break down fats. And this is a, a significant issue because not only are we not able to get a hold of the essential fatty acids, such as omega-3s and omega-6s, etc., we we also are not able to get hold of the beautiful nutrients that come in fat-soluble foods. And these nutrients and vitamins, should I say, are vitamin D, E, K and A. You can think of it as DECA. Um, and if we cannot break down our fats and get access to these nutrients, we then get deficiency in the deficiencies, ugh, deficiencies in these nutrients um, that can lead on to other health issues. For example, if you're deficient in vitamin D, you can have immune modulating issues, poor immunity in, in other words. Um, you can gain problems with sleeping, with mood, um, and so many of the other jobs that vitamin D does for us. It's like a page long just thinking about it in my head. Um, and then likewise with vitamin A, which can affect our eyesight, um, vitamin K, our heart health, and vitamin E is an antioxidant for the body. So you can see that by just not having bile right, we therefore have developed uh, a possibility for other health issues 
that are quite numerous because of those significant deficiencies in those vitamins, DECA. Um, but also, if you cannot break down your fats and get access to the omegas and essential fatty acids and things, then we have a real problem with getting quality fat around and lipids around our cell membranes. So all our cell membranes have beautiful um, fatty layers around them. And they re- that requires us to continuously feed our body with good fats so that our cell membranes can be coated in this fat. And, you know, our brain, think of our brain as pretty much all fat. So if we can't break down our foods because of our bile problem, we're therefore going to get real big issues with our cellular and brain health. Um, and this is really interesting and I think something that I kind of um, harp on maybe a little bit too much about, but... Your cell membranes is where we control everything. Your cell membranes have receptors on them and they talk to each other between cells, between organs. So for example, your thyroid hormone you know, sends the message down to your cell to start it doing its job. If the cell membrane is really rigid and inflexible because there's not enough good quality fats around it, then those messages aren't heard as well. Also, your cell membrane is what control your genetics, your genes. So if you have an inflamed cell membrane, it's really going to damage your ability to transmit the messages from your genes. So, oh, I could talk a long time about this, but I won't. Um, So you're getting the picture really, aren't you, that it's really important. Um, And also, you know, just one last thing here. Uh, If your cell membrane is not healthy then you will really struggle to lose weight because it's very hard to get glucose and ketones, your fat, um, into the cell to be burnt off as energy. When you're burning energy in your cell, the cell's doing its job, but it's also your metabolism working. So a healthy cell membrane requires good fats as um, to be able to do its job, and that requires good bile to allow that to happen. You also obviously need to be eating good quality fats in your diet. And I remember reading once that, um, you know, refined oils, within seconds of you eating them, they land on your cell membranes. So now every time I eat a chippy, all I can think about is chips surrounding my cell membrane. So now it like puts me off a little bit. Uh, I think it's when you know too much in this job that can ruin some of your eating experiences. But anyway, on to some serious um, chats. So, okay, so now you know that bile is important for you to lose weight, have good memory, have good cell membrane health, you name it. We need that happening in our bodies so that we can uh, enjoy life and have good, healthy life. So where I would really love to begin is getting an understanding for you of what poor bile looks like in terms of signs and symptoms so that you can think, oh, that's me, 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 I need to do something. Um, so what it looks like, there's lots of signs and symptoms that our body can give with regards to this. Not necessarily do you have to have everything on the list, you just may have one of these things. Some of my clients amazingly have had none um, or have denied to accept it. Um, but with this, I'd really like to think of you guys thinking about these if they apply and if you do, putting in some techniques towards helping, which we'll talk about at the end of the podcast. So common things would be nausea, particularly when you eat fatty foods. If you're eating some lamb or some pork belly, um, really rich food like cream, and you feel a bit nauseous afterwards, that could be possibly that you're not making good quality bile. The other one is also feeling nausea in the morning, um, common symptom for someone who has bile issues. Um, 
So something to think about. Also, another common sign would be the color of your stool would be really light, um, like clay colored, could even be white or gray. I've had clients who've had white poos before. I'm like, wow, uh, almost asked them to send me a photo, but I thought that might be a little inappropriate. Um, strange person, I know. Um, so the other things would be kind of really gassy, trapped when bloating kind of feeling um, and also having a pain underneath your right rib which actually can radiate to your um, right shoulder and sometimes between the shoulder blades. I have so many clients who are going to physio doing all sorts of um, manipulations and, and, and trying to get help for their kind of muscle pain, nervy pain that they have in their shoulder blade and it actually is their gallbladder. Um, so if you have that pain that you can't figure out why in that area, have a real think about whether that is going on. And obviously the other signs would be, um, you know, the, those deficiency signs that we were talking about with vitamin D, E, K and A. If you've got any of those signs that you're not absorbing those well, then again, think of your bile. So you can see there's a few things that can give us clues. Um, so really think about those and if they apply. And if they do, then we can kind of think about the next step, which is how do we look after and get good bile. So even if you've got great bile already, let's think about how we can maintain that. I guess the first place we have to think about um, is, well, it's actually two things. We've got to think about it in terms of production of bile and in terms of the quality of bile that we're making and also in terms of the flow of bile. So when it comes to the production of bile, what we need are two nutrients taurine and glycine. So these two amino acids come in lots of fruits and veggies as well as an animal protein. And when you um, consume these in good quantities, uh, you can then assist your liver to make good quality bile. So once you've got all over taurine and glycine, the other amino acid I want you to think about including in your diet, diet is choline. So Whereas taurine and glycine are about the good quality production of your bile, choline is about getting good flow and consistency in that bile so that it can eject through the sphincter of odi into the um, small intestine. And it can help with regards to not f allowing stones and cysts to form in your gallbladder. So choline is one of the biggest factors I feel um, influencing whether someone has good or bad bile and one of the reasons is is 90% of women over 40 years of age are deficient in choline. Um, I don't know the statistics unfortunately for men but I do know that women were very significantly impacted by our deficiency in choline. One reason is too is women when we are pregnant we give all our choline to our developing babies. I mean, God, what don't we give to our children? We give them everything, don't we? Um, so when we are pregnant, we very we become very deficient in choline if we don't keep our levels adequate. Um, interesting thing here to note is anyone who gets mastitis, this can often be because you're choline deficient. Just a side note, sorry. Um, and so with regards to choline, I feel if we can include this in much higher levels in our diet, we can... Um, negate the effects of not just a fatty liver but also poor bile production um, so increasing choline in your diet with every meal would be great so think of foods like eggs caviar wouldn't it be nice to have that every day um, certain fish beef um, shiitake mushrooms 
beetroot, things like that, include them in your diet because they're going to be absolutely essential for getting your choline levels up. Also a really good point to know about this is that a lot of us have, this is probably way too much information, but a lot of us have um, genetic mutations with regards to some of the MTFHD1 gene and also um, PMT gene that mean that we are poor um, activators of phosphatidylcholine, which is a type of choline, and also have methylation issues, which is a big topic that I won't go into. But just know that those two genes, if you've ever had your genes tested can have a big impact on the health of your gallbladder so really cool to know well in my world anyway so when you've got those two things um, included in your diet you may also want to have a look um, at the liver podcast that I talked about before which is about keeping the liver healthy so avoiding things that are common in terms of you know high alcohol high refined sugars um, but also including lots of bitter foods in your diet to stimulate bile production so have a listen to that podcast to find out more if you're really wanting to know how good your um, gallbladder is you can actually do a liver function test um, and have someone assess that for you because we can tell through the GTT markers and ALT markers etc how well you are producing bile um, and not always do you have to have a stone or a cyst for you to be having a significant Im- uh, impact on your gallbladder and bile, but sometimes we just make sludgy, yucky quality bile, so we can see sometimes these things in your bloods, which is why, as always, I love bloods. Um, so yeah, that's another point for you guys to think about. And I also just wanted to make a quick mention for those of you who've had your gallbladders removed. I feel that when you've had your gallbladder removed, you should walk out of the hospital with a supplement bottle of ox bile. And I feel, you know, this is a real um, significant thing that is missed um, with the practices that are used today. Because when you don't have a gallbladder, you are essentially missing the storage element of your bile. So your liver's making the bile, um, but it's got nowhere to store it. So what it does, it's like a leaky kitchen tap that just drips drips, drips into your bowel, into your small intestine. And if you're just eating carrots that have no fat in them and bile is just not supposed to be there and so it will be quite inflammatory in your in your gut. Um, and then if you are eating your pork belly with your crackling um, and you've just got this leaky tap dripping in and no big gushing through the sphincter of odi, um, then you're going to have problems breaking down that fat and therefore you're not getting those vitamins, DECA, you're not getting those beautiful omegas for your cell membranes. So therefore you are more at risk again of those health concerns. So I really recommend for those of you who have had your gallbladder removed um, that you take an ox bile supplement with your meals, particularly well, definitely with the ones that have fat in it, and I think all meals should have an element of fat in them. Um, so I love the um, Seeking Health Ox Bile that I have on my website, and I love um, Douglas Lab um, Panox, it's called. Those are my two faves. Um, so, And if you also haven't got your gallbladder, then you really need to look after your microbiome and your gut and your inflammation in your gut that results from a continuous drip in your into your gut. So thinking about supporting that with good probiotics, foods, etc. But um, you can always work with someone in that area. So I hope that was really helpful for all of you, for people who've had their gallbladder removed, 
for those of you who may not have known you had any bile issues, but after today's session, you may have some more clues around how, the health of yours. But I think, you know, the key messages out of all of this is one, really listen to the signs and symptoms your body are giving you. If you have any of those signs I was talking about, take note and think about giving some bile some love. If you want some more clarity, do some blood testing because you can't hide in blood tests. I love them. And we can then, you know, know for sure what's happening with regards to the health of your liver, your gallbladder, your bile, etc. And then once you know that, maintain or improve the health of your gallbladder by getting those really um key aminos in your diet, which are the taurine, glycine, and um, choline. And I love to um, take choline as a um, additional supplement when I need to, which is I take it in the form of phosphatidylcholine. Phosphatidylcholine is amazing. It can help with your mood, your brain, function, memory. A lot of people who get deficient in this actually will have kind of memory issues, feeling like they're living in brain fog. So another way of knowing if you're choline deficient. So if you need some help you can take some extra support here i personally love body bio um phosphatidylcholine under this podcast on my vinca website you can see the link to the supplements that i've talked about in this podcast so you can um, have a nose if that appeals but also you know again reiterating give your liver some love listen to my liver podcast find out what to do here we all know that we can abuse it a little bit too much on occasion. So find somewhere to give it some love would be awesome. And if you have any questions on it, you know, flick me a message. Love to hear your thoughts on what you think of this podcast. Um, when I post it on Facebook, you're more than welcome to comment underneath and let me know how you go. And if you have any other topics that you want talked about in um, a podcast or a video or a blog that I write, then please get in touch. I love ideas for doing this. I obviously love talking about this stuff. So would love to help you guys get through whatever questions you have. Take care, everyone. Look forward to seeing you guys all next week. See ya.